It's rolling. We're on the local locus uh, VOD. Check our VOD channel. Uh, check our shorts. Uh, <laughs> Please like and subscribe. Hit that Send. little bell. Yep. <laughs> okay, the, the only thing that's going to throw me off is uh, my camera's here and my yeah. main monitor's here. <laughs> Got it. Well, I mean, we'll just have to look back way. and forth, right? A little bit of. Mm -hmm. You know, like, I imagine, like, anchors on, like, new shows have to do a little bit of that. So, back to you, Nick. <laughs> you <know? laughs> and now here's Houston with the weather. Well, it's precipitating breakdowns. We've got two for you today. <laughs> <laughs> In fact, we've only brought breakdowns today. <laughs> <laughs> we forgot to bring anything except breakdowns. I think we got some, like, clean vocals in one song, but even that's debatable. Mostly just got some breakdowns. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. We got some rap uh, in one of them. Oh, really? Yeah, yeah. Oh my gosh, I didn't even that didn't even stick out to me for some reason. I listened uh, to both of these like five or maybe even seven times. It was just it, this week. Yeah, it's the final track on um, Stitched. Spoilers. Oh. Spoilers! A final track on what? Nothing. <laughs> All right, so okay, maybe we should do a little bit of teaser before we spoil too much, then, right? Yes, I guess indeed. we can also say welcome to Local Locus, the podcast where we put the spotlight on local underground heavy music. Your you uh, stake? I, I believe I'm you Jakeston. <laughs> you're Justin. Jake's Jake. Yours, yours just yours just works, which is annoying. I would be like Yake, and you're just Perfect. Justin. <laughs> That's just actually what my name should have been from the get go. Although Yank is how I'd probably be pronounced in some like European places. It's like Actually oh, that's Yake. a good point. The J yeah. and the Y. Yeah. That, that makes a lot of sense. Like, actually a little yeah. bit interchangeable. Especially mm -hmm. I think at least one of the places, maybe, from where we're uh bringing a band. I'm not sure. I'm not that cultured. Mm -hmm. See now you're bringing the spoilers. You see? I didn't say any names though. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah. I, I was wondering I guess we could do two breakdowns of the week, you know, both of the bands, you know, depending on which song and which part you brought, but mm -hmm. I am bringing in a uh, a beatdown new metalcore band from Poznan, Poland. Um, sort of like a really modern sound for fans of like Alpha Wolf and maybe like the heavier side of Polaris. Um, mm -hmm, what mm -hmm. do you have for us today, Jake? You know, I've got some of that. <laughs> I would also almost say beatdown hardcore. <laughs> from, yeah, for sure. From, from uh, Black Country, UK. Oh. And you know it's yeah. going to be some hardcore when the tagline on Spotify is "Bring back the hate." You just know <laughs> it's actually it's UKHC. Good, it, you know, it's the good old Wait. fashioned UKHC, bro. Let's see. Yep, yep, yep. I feel like you've brought a lot of these. So I know I was like looking at the notes I made about my band, looking at the notes I made about your band, and I was like, "Shit, I didn't make that many notes about my band." And I was like, oh, wait, I didn't bring the beatdown hardcore band this time. I brought the beatdown <laughs> metalcore band. Yep, yep. <laughs> it's a very Houston episode. This would be like if I brought like a black metal album or, you know, like a, a more melodic metal album like that. Yeah, we usually pride ourselves in I bring the metal and you bring the core, but we've kind of just got core now. <laughs> yeah, so. so the next question then is which one is it that we do first? Um, they do have, they're definitely different from each other. But they do go well mm -hmm. together. Mm -hmm. And either one could be the breakdown of the week, and it doesn't matter, because last episode we started doing the breakdown of the week first. So, you know, we broke all the rules, so it's just a matter of whichever one we want to do first. Well, I think due to my uh, 
spoiler earlier. <laughs> Maybe we should just go ahead and start with uh, some of that UK hardcore. Maybe... Maybe keep the listeners comfortable, since I think we've brought UK Hardcore the past couple episodes. <laughs> it's a little bit more traditional in style as well, so therefore more of a comfort food, perhaps. Mm-hmm. And each season, you know, we bring a different type of hardcore. There was a while there where we were stuck on the Japanese core bands, and now we've got the UK Hardcore, so... <laughs> we have, you know, Texas, mm-hmm, um, mm-hmm. of course. So there's a lot of hotbeds, but I think of uh, the UK as one of the hotbeds from which we get the more kind of classic and traditional sound so i think that that's a fine one to start with what is it okay we've got uh the new ep slum tracks from the band stitched um yeah yeah this one was brutal and listen i just can we start at the rap part that you somehow have forgotten (laughs) (laughs) i guess so yeah do you have is this is there a breakdown in this snippet that you're picking see that may be the issue i guess it doesn't. There doesn't have to be. There doesn't have to be. But there is one I would pick if it were up to me. Which track did you say again? Oh, so I'm not saying this is necessarily maybe uh, what our snippet of music is. I just need you to hear. Okay. This. Uh, All I want to say is, if you play it, it's going to be in the recording. Oh, I guess that's true. <laughs> as I'm as I'm sitting here scrolling where to find it, you're just going to hear. Skip it around. I guess that's a good thing, you know, that's why it's a good thing that we reach out and ask him. It's like, if we play a little bit, quote uh-huh, unquote, uh-huh. it's like. <laughs> or, you know, maybe next time I could actually, you know, like plan ahead Rep. and write down where. I, <laughs> where well, we didn't, stuff. we don't usually have to prepare like that. So, that's you know, true. That's we true. live and learn. I also like how I guess we, we should maybe mention video. Mention what? <laughs> Uh, this is the this is the normal format. It's been this way forever. Just go look back at the episodes. We, <laughs> we've been recording since 2019 like this. It just y'all didn't look. Well, y'all didn't watch. You guys didn't hit that little expand button on Spotify. <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah, but if you want to go to uh, the last song, "Broken Mirror," and I'm assuming, like full disclosure, I mean, I think it's the feature that's doing this like hip hop kind of part. You know, that would make sense. Where about is it? Uh, two twenty three is where I'm at. That should be pretty close to it. Oh, oh yeah, I remember this part now. Yeah. Okay. Are you ready? I guess we don't need to count down or whatever. We can just do it. Well, yeah. I, I want to be listening at the same time you're listening, so that I can react while on cam. Yeah. Three, two, one. Oh. <laughs> it's kind of new metal. Yeah, for sure, for sure. Get that transition better than I thought it would. <laughs> that part was kind of. Oh, cool. the little breakbeat! Nice. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Now that fit in really well too after that vocal part. Yeah, yeah. All right. That yeah. So uh, again, I guess this is a that was a broken mirror. Uh, I stitched. I mean, this whole thing. I I definitely think. <laughs> I don't necessarily think that part's 
Yeah, I don't think that's the best part of trying to show someone what the whole album sounds like. <laughs> yeah, yeah. That was like, definitely a standout part. Well, it was such a standout because uh, when we like to play like uh, video games late at night or something, you know, we do a lot of Spotify <laughs> listening parties, right? And so yeah. <laughs> me and Chris are just listening to this like two nights ago. And like, we're both just like making stank faces every now and then doing the headbang part. And then yeah. just out of nowhere, like... <laughs> Like, what just hit? <laughs> right? You're like, oh, did it skip to another record? Is it over? Because yeah. you were close to the end. And, but, and, yeah, go ahead. I just wanted to say, like, I wanted to carry on the idea that that sound uh, from that little snippet was maybe, you know, different than what you'd normally hear on most of the record. Until you got to the breakdown, of course. And when you hear that, then I have, you know, my fur fans of will make sense. What, you know, what kind of bands would you compare the set, what they normally sound like to? I mean, honestly... I'd say you're yeah. more of a for fans for this stuff. Um, I do have a playlist that I had to add them to. It's called Real Shit. Uh-huh. Uh, and that's my beatdown hardcore playlist, basically. Mm-hmm. It's for the stuff that is not, not like, um, too modern in terms of, like, the record that we're going to bring, you know, after this is a little more processed. Mm-hmm. You know, it's a little more, more metal core. I'd say that's a, the main difference, right? This is, but this sure. is just beatdown hardcore, so... Even modern bands, but, you know, with a more traditional hardcore sound without so much of the production, I'd say, like, and I have a fucking lot because I basically just went to real shit and I just scrolled through for the ones that I, and I, I only picked, like, the ones that I really would compare, but I have Varials, don't you think? Mm-hmm. Yeah, um, for sure. We brought, we brought Falsifer. I think we brought Vengeance. Mm-hmm. Um, Depressor and With Crows. That oh, kind yeah. of sound? Yeah, for sure, Depressor. I forgot about them, man. Right? It's very <laughs> yeah, Depressor. Okay. And there's yeah. also, like, um, some other ones, just Mugshot, Virtue, Exile, Backslide. I mean, if I'm just taking a name drop, and, and I think some yeah. of those are from the UK, too, from the same area, so it makes a lot of sense. Like, Virtue was a band that I bet these bands probably even know about each other. Mm-hmm. Um, but they're the ones that I would say the vocals most compare. Not only because of, like, the accent, but, like, the actual vocal style. Like, the... <laughs> yeah. Yeah, the... Uh, see, I like this. This is, like, that... Uh, I bring it up every episode, but there's, like, two types of hardcore vocals, really. You know what I mean? There's, like, the... There's, like, the death metal-inspired kind of growls, and then there's the, like, yelly, more, like, traditional hardcore type vocals. Yeah. Yeah, I thought this was... What would you say this one was, though, just to be clear? It's on the this, lower end, right? Yeah, I thought this was like the low vocals, like growls. Yeah, for sure, you know, for yeah, sure. Yeah. Even though, like we said, this genre, like this sound, is a little more like the traditional sound. Yeah, it it is more of a traditional sound, but um, whereas you know the other band we brought, I think they kind of mixed both. Like they would do some of the more, you know, higher. Their parts vocals. And stuff. The other band, I think, maybe had more vocal variety than this band. They did. This was more like a raw kind of like. Not really going for any particular, like, vocal, like, stunts. More just, like, you know, screaming and yelling. Like, hardcore mm-hmm. style. Yeah, for sure. And, man, speaking... And I'm sorry, I'm just going to have to do this for a lot of these. Because both bands have some similarities, similarities you know. Uh, man, there's one thing that both of them did that I loved. And I'm like, is this a trope happening now? I'm wondering what it is. They make these guitar noises... That remind me of, um, like hip hop turntables with the scratch. The oh, wook-wook. so that's many a times. very like new metal thing to do, right? Is it? Is it? Yeah. I so think like, so. just nonstop on both records. Well, I shouldn't say nonstop, but there was like just two very specific parts on each of them where I was just hearing like the. 
like on the oh guitars. There's one part I gotta show you if we're looking at tropes because I noticed a different trope. Um, and I'll tell you where timestamp to start at. Okay, but it's it's the happy to inflict. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that one was a fucking banger. Obviously, that's one of the bigger ones. But towards the end, let me find it. I'm basically looking for the breakdown call out in the last like 30 seconds or so. Mm-hmm. Okay. Let's just start at like 320-ish again. 321 or 322. Alright, I will <laughs> hit up 322. <laughs> That'll do. Alright, you All tell right. me when. Well, I'm at 321, so 321. Go. Just that vocal there. What do you know? What the line was? Like what those <laughs> lyrics were? Did you happen to catch those lyrics? Sorry, I was still listening because it gets into the death quarry part there. Where it, it gets, gets hard. It gets hard low. again. Yeah. But I wonder if that was the featured vocalist going into the breakdown. But mm-hmm. did you happen to catch those those lyrics like right at the call out though? Uh uh-uh, uh No. What was it? It was worthless fucking bitch. <laughs> but it, it was it was more enunciated like worthless fucking <laughs> right <Yeah. laughs> i thought i thought it was just the letter e like if i had to write the lyrics i would have just wrote capital e worthless right? fucking e and i just <laughs> i just want to put a pin in that and come back to it later because the letter e is i think a trope uh-huh, that uh-huh. both these bands satisfied i don't know if you noticed that okay okay you're you know you've always <laughs> Can I just tell a story? You have always been a uh, a vowel breakdown person, and uh, you, you know how yeah yeah you know how Virus Murder is one of my favorite bands. Ever, ever since you said EO for that one part, it's all I hear is just EO. There's more than one EO too. Like some of our friends could name a couple, but I know another one is like uh, For Today, uh-huh. Devastator, and you know For Today is a Christian band, right? Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. So I always thought it was funny that you have like the purest strain of hate off, you know, you know, by yeah. IR is with like the hell demon on it, and then you have for today with like the seraphim on the album, <laughs> and they're the two, they're the two best EO breakdowns that I know of. <laughs> you know, you get a lot of the quick ones. You know, I can think of a lot of bands that do like the, you know, like real fast, right? You know, and then it kicks into you, something. Exactly. Uh, it's it'd make a good playlist, but. The O, it turns out, is superfluous. You can just get away with E. Mm-hmm. And I think for these type of breakdowns, too, where you want to sustain that vowel, I think you're better off sticking with the E, you know? Yeah, unless you're going for a lower sound, like, it's like E, oh. You lose the value of the E, in my opinion. You are blowing my mind right now, because you know how I was like, I was like, I was still listening to the breakdown because it started getting heavier? It just went from uh-huh. an E to an O. <laughs> And now, it was just the longest EO ever. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> and now I'm thinking how many bands I'm going to listen to now and be like, man, you got to check this one out. This was an E breakdown. <laughs> <laughs> uh, send them my way, dude. Mm-hmm. Perfect. I guess, you know, I guess it's a matter of like when you're doing like growling and stuff, there's probably only so many types of notes you can hold, you know? Cause like you said, it's saying bitch, but of course what gets pronunciated is just the, (laughs) well, yeah, it's gotta be a vowel sound. Like you can't hold out a consonant sound Mm -hmm. for the most part. Like 
Yeah, imagine one. an S. <laughs> and I, another, like, um, All That Remains with Fuck Love. Uh-huh. Like, they... But it's really just a O, you know? Maybe all vowel sounds are really just, when you're screaming anyways, they're just different forms of E and O. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. You could really just have two broad categories. But, uh, yeah. Damn. It sounds like we got the E's and the O's in this one. Oh, yeah, for sure. And... And see, and I guess, you know, to go back to it, though, to, like, loop it back around, I guess that more modern growly sound is when you get the E's and O's, whereas, like, I, I think the the more traditional vocal style, you get, like, the ahs, like, you know, the A, like the ah, you know, because it's just higher up. Or I don't know. I'm, I'm still thinking it's, like, e or, e or O territory when you're screaming. You think even for, like, a, I think you're sitting on the A for, like, some highs, you know? I think... If you're sitting on it, it becomes an E or a O. Oh, I see what you're but saying. If, you're saying it I starts. I mean, if you just hit it, it starts off like it starts off like an A, like Arf. You know, you get a lot of those oh, too. I see, I see. But it would be Arf. <laughs> you know, you you may know this better than me. Who started the Arf trend in hardcore? Because I mean, I don't, obviously, I don't Knock Loose is like the big Arf Arf song. I feel like but... yeah, they would be the they would be like the Edison who gets the credit. Right, yeah, but I don't know yeah. who actually did it. I don't yeah. know the Tesla. Damn. We'll have to, like, ask one of them. I'll just DM one of them and just be like, yo. <laughs> we could also, we could make it our question on Spotify for the end of the episode. You know, we could ask people, oh, who was the original Arf Arf? Leave your answer in the comments below. <laughs> who was the original Arf Arf of hardcore? And make sure to hit that little bell while you're doing <laughs> <laughs> Well, is there anything else you want to say about Stitched? Uh, I mean, listen. I'll, I'll just leave it with a big positive. Something I like about these type of bands is you kind of know what you're going to get when you listen to it. And I mean that in a good way. You know, like, the first track hit, and I guess there's not really surprises other than, of course, the, the new metal-y rap at the end. <laughs> but like, Yeah, which you for some reason chose to be the flagship moment for our episode. Listen, listen, listen. <laughs> It was because you somehow didn't remember it. I was like, how did that not just... <laughs> it's because, I don't know, I guess it's because when I'm at work, I'll just be like, all right, I think I could listen to some heavy music right now. Like, it used to mm-hmm. be, like I said, I would just always listen to heavy music. And so, okay, I'll listen to one of the LL episodes, uh, one of the LL albums. Yeah. And I put it on, and it's like, sometimes I just listen to hip-hop at work, so maybe it just blended in. <laughs> but I don't know, because I've listened to it plenty of times, and that's that should have been a more memorable moment. Yeah, but, um, it was the end. I don't too, want it to so. come off as like a stab or anything. I think I was just being a little bit, you know, not paying that much attention. I was like, "Well, this is Jake's band, you know. I just need to come up with a few witty things to say and slide <laughs> by, you know, like we're all in college." Well, you know, you know, actually, the problem I have is, you know, how I mentioned I just throw on Spotify and play like the thing. Yeah, I, I sometimes have this issue where it takes me a minute to be like. Oh, I've switched bands because you're kind of exactly. listening, and then I'm just like, "Oh shit, what, the album's over." Well, yeah, I could see myself like two songs into the album's over, being like, "Oh shit, this is a different band," and being like, "Oh, that must be why the hip hop one was there," you know? Because yeah. that couldn't that couldn't have been stitched. <laughs> That's what I'm saying. Probably happened. Like you went to another song, and you're like, "Oh, okay, I haven't been listening to this album." <laughs> but I'll say, Stitched has done a lot of like. Um, like online self promotion, just in terms of like leaving comments and like you know reaching out to people and stuff. Mm-hmm. Um, and I really feel like the only obstacle for them would be getting people to, to actually, you know, do what they're asking people to do. Cause once you hear it, it, it kicks ass. It's really good. 
Oh, for sure. But like, yeah. I mean, that's the deal with all this underground stuff is there's so much out there. So I think it's important to do legwork like that. Oh, yeah, for sure. And, I mean, yeah, speaking of, I mean, yeah. Shout out to them. They reached out to us, which is always nice, honestly. If, yeah, if, if I mean, you're a local van listening to us, please do, because sometimes it just makes our job a lot easier. It's just kind of like, ah, uh, there's a, especially when it's good, you know, you listen yeah. to it and you're like, I'm just going to take this one. And, and then you don't have to worry about like the, well, can we play the music? It's kind of like, well, yeah. I think they know. <laughs> yeah, that's par for the course. So yeah, yeah big agree. So yeah, that was... But they were uh, the kind of band we would have found anyways. Sorry, I didn't mean to cut you off. But they were the kind of band we would have found anyways. Oh, for sure. They really fit. You know, the, I, I would have made the end of uh, that that section I showed, I would mm-hmm. have made that the breakdown of the week if it was mine. Gotcha, yeah. I can see why. But, you know, there, there were plenty of parts we could have picked. So. Uh, that was... Unless you got anything else to say, I'm going to wrap them on up. I already cut you off enough. <laughs> <laughs> So, that was uh, Stitch with their new EP, Slum Tracks. Uh, go check that one out. Houston, I believe we've got something so much totally different, right? And <laughs> we're going to have many different talking points for this next band, right? <laughs> yeah, so we're moving on now. You know, hold on. Don't get any whiplash because we're moving from our, our uh, beatdown hardcore band... From uh, Birmingham, UK, to our beatdown new metalcore band from Poland, mm-hmm. and this one uh, a bit of a like a more um, like a fresher kind of newer sound. Uh, I would say a trendier sound. Um, and I have some for fans out there too, but they are called Violent Answer, and they just dropped. I think it's their second uh, EP. I'm not sure, but it's called Self self-threat mm-hmm. um and if you ever want to learn about this band they have some bands don't keep up with their band camp dude some bands you know they don't really have a band camp but i feel like the bands who keep up with their band camp they would have flourished in the myspace days because they have like the same design elements now on Bandcamp to some degree maybe mm-hmm. not as customizable but i guess where i'm really going with this is violent answers Bandcamp is fresh and inspiring <laughs> it's, it looks tight i haven't seen one look this good since legendary do you okay. remember yeah and it's yeah. the same color it's one. like it's kind of purplish too uh-huh. so they did a good job but uh it's like six-ish songs i think mm-hmm. um they got that all of them are pretty consistent they're all definitely within the same genre i don't think there were any moments where they super stepped out of their genre um but there were definitely there was like a song that was a little bit catchier uh had a little bit of a cleanish chorus uh that was chromatic but of course, I'm bringing you the breakdown of the week. Breakdown of the So uh, I'm going for a heavy one with a feature. I'm going with uh, Unleashed. That was the one that really stood out to me um, as a particularly heavy moment around three tennis. Let me get there. Me too. All right, I'm right on three ten. Once you're ready. One sec. can almost know which uh <laughs> breakdown of the week to do because you can just look for features you always know like bands put like usually their hardest hitting like breakdown with like a feature on it you know i used to kind of feel guilty like 
you know, we're here to show you what this band sounds like. Here's the featured, here's the featured <laughs> artist. But sometimes that, like you said, those are the moments they make pop because like there may be mm-hmm. some chemistry or something going on there. And also, like you said, maybe they just target some of the hardest hitting parts for the parts where they're bringing in the ethos mm-hmm. of another artist. Yeah, I appreciate them a ton because it's like, you know how we listen to albums a lot, you know, instead of singles and stuff. It, I actually sure. appreciate like a mix up. In like an album, you know what I mean? It's it's nice to have something like kind of thrown in. Yeah, like as I listen to more like hip hop and stuff, um, you know, I see like their full lengths. It's like every song, like, I, mm-hmm. I, and I know that was like the joke already, but it really is true. Yeah, you know, it'll be like you know three fourths, if not more. They have another mm-hmm. person on the song as well, but I feel like in in our genre here on the on the locust, uh, which is you know it's still a lot of genres. Mm-hmm. But I feel like the metal and hardcore, there's only like somewhere between zero and three <laughs> features. Like some metalcore has more. Mm-hmm. Um, I feel like metalcore like the, and uh, this like beatdown hardcore stuff does it a lot. But yeah. I would really appreciate actually more like in like traditional metal. It'd be cool if like in death metal and stuff just to have, which they've done before. I'm not saying it's never been done, but it'd be nice to have it more often. I think what they do in metal and like the more metal side of things is they just break up and like just get get together with new bands. That's why you see like super groups and stuff, right? Mm-hmm. Oh, and I yeah, think they'll yeah. just be like, well, or they have multiple projects is a better way to put mm-hmm. it. They'll be like, well, yeah, I'm still in this band, this band, this band, you know, Visceral, Fetus Eater, and yada, yada, yada. <laughs> but it's like, I'm in eight bands, but we're only really, I'm only working on one at a time. Mm-hmm. And so people just double dip in multiple projects on a longer basis, I guess, is what would be my observation. But. Mm-hmm. God, we're getting off topic. Yeah, yeah. Let's hear. Let's hear. Let's hear this breakdown of the week. <laughs> you t- you got to count me in. I'm at three ten. I'm ready to go. All right, three, two, one, go. I got the lyrics here too, so pay close attention. Okay. <laughs> This is one we, I, you know, I want to play as much of it as I can. Did it say a single fucking fuck or something right there? That's that's, just... that's what I thought. I had to look it up, but no, it wasn't so redundant. <laughs> I thought I heard I don't give a single fucking fuck. <laughs> I know that's why I had to look it up. Other than of course, e. which listen, I, which listen, I love that line, even if it is what it was. <laughs> I know because it had the power to it. Mm-hmm. But this band, they had some, they had some lyrics for sure, bro. That the lyrics here though, right? You know, leading into it was no common sense, no single thought. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Okay, and then you know, there's like a bar of the breakdown. <laughs> Which again, I just picture as a capital letter E. <laughs> like one of those then, uh, those old. Um, oh my god! Like the one that was like the little Constitution thing we watched as kids, the little American history thing. <laughs> Yeah. Like in that art what style, that? just... <laughs> <laughs> and then then it was not a single fucking thought. Oh, okay, which, okay. You know, makes, well, makes a little bit better sense. But mm-hmm, mm-hmm. they had some lyrics, man. You know, they were in English, but I don't know. They were like Crystal Lake English, if that makes sense. <laughs> I, I, I know exactly what you mean. <laughs> what a, a lo- <laughs> Another line in that song that got me was... I used to leave behind 
all this crap. But I'm pissed as fuck when you keep running your steamy mouths. <laughs> so, really coming out with a uh, with word. I feel like they're just some fresh uses of some words in terms mm -hmm. of the adjectives and nouns that I haven't really heard used those ways before. Yeah. But when you have the lyrics pulled up, I really like how synced up uh, they get like the percussive vocals with. Uh, you know, like everything is so synced up as well because it's metalcore. It's so tight, like it's very produced, so that mm -hmm. all of it's really tight. Yep. Um. So I really like the synchronization there. I was gonna say, like the the big standout in this one is, uh, especially compared to the last one, is I, I I even though this was in our wheelhouse, I don't know if we've really brought in like beat down metalcore type stuff where the guitars were actually doing quite a lot and. Like you said, the big standout's the production. Like, it's produced like something you would hear from, like, Era or Periphery. But then it's yeah, just... it's crazy you know, like, yeah. how well produced it is. Mm -hmm. And and that's mostly what I think gives it that really distinct genre identity. Like, otherwise it would just be, you know, some kind of beat-down core of some kind. But that it's that new metal, and it's that hardcore mixed together. That's why I call it, like, that new metal core. Mm -hmm. and I thought it was kind of like Alpha Wolf. Oh, it was probably for the best sure. for fans though. For sure. I had. Um, as well as Cohen. And also like the heavier parts of Polaris, like I said before. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Maybe Lotus Eater. And you know, uh, I don't even know if you knew this, but it's perfect if you didn't know this. The Alpha Wolf is just blatantly said in their uh, Spotify <laughs> info. I didn't know if you knew that. No, what does it say? This is how I knew. I'd, I always, don't, I don't know why, I always check the bio before I even listen to bands, you know what I mean? Yeah. And this line is when I was like, you know what, I'm going to like this, because I love all three of these bands. So it was like, uh -huh. this will be good. Brought up on Hatebreed, grown up with Suicide Silence, and inspired by Alpha Wolf. That's that's the Dang, line for them. Dude. As a As a writing enthusiast, I just appreciate not only the symmetrical structure of that, I imagine there was an Oxford comma... <laughs> There is. But also, there is. yeah. But wait, wait, also no, no, no the, Oxford comma. They went no, no Oxford comma. They went no respectable, Oxford comma, yeah. Respectable, but there were other commas too, right, in the list. There, there were commas, the first yes, two items. yes, there was. And, and, but mostly the active verbs, inspired by, raised up on, mm -hmm. and so on. Yep. So that's a good bio, and, I, and you know, it rings true as well, in substance. Yeah. I, I, I don't, you know, the suicide silence, the one thing I can hear, and... It's just become such a trope now, and I'm not quite. Yeah, I'm not quite sick of it yet. I'll just say I'm not. I'm not quite sick of it. But ever uh, since to the Hellfire with Lorna Shore dropped, you've been yeah. getting those Dickie Allen vocals every now and then. And I, I, I think it was the opening song. I think it was Viper. I they think they got something about every song they do it, but they don't ever overdo it. No, they didn't do like a long one, but it was almost like that. You could just you could hear that nasally saliva yeah. singing you know what i mean yeah there was another one i marked down for that um i thought and see it may have even been the second track i'm i, I need to be they do it in all of them like i'm pretty sure they did it in uh the one that i played too twice mm -hmm. i am i am more conscious to look around spotify now that i've got the video going <laughs> <laughs> so I'm just not scrolling through. <laughs> Normally, like, when we're talking, I'll, like, keep the bands on really quiet, just in case I'm like, oh, yeah, this part. You know what I mean? Like That's uh, what I'm doing, too, and I I realize you don't have that luxury. No, no longer. No longer. 
Yeah, so these guys have been around, uh, I think they dropped their first one in like 2020-ish. So, you know, they probably formed, you know, just around then is my guess. And that makes sense because, like we're commenting, it's a pretty uh, modern and trendy sound. And right around, uh, I'd say like 2018 to 2020-ish was really when this sound popped off. Like, it was what r slash metalcore was all about. And you started to see bands like um, Dealer and Alpha Wolf have their kind of like iconic rivalry um yep but i just i guess my point is it's just a really fresh sound that really does benefit from really really impressive production Mm -hmm. for sure and especially for correct me if i'm wrong i mean i guess i'll double check this but this is like the the e like they had like one other ep right yeah yeah i thought they had one one before it and i thought that's what i was saying they did yeah but like couple singles it's just it's just crazy with especially you know especially from coming from bands i bring hearing some production sometimes it's kind of like oh like, <laughs> like it, it's like not to overuse the phrase but i think i'm using it better this time it actually is par for the course to have this kind of new metal production for this genre like it defines it. like if you don't have it then you're just regular hardcore like that's part of what mm-hmm. makes you this genre which makes me think that at least one of the dudes has to be um, really into the production element of it. Like, he's the one who sits home and, you know, lays out the drums or, you know, programs that and then, um, you know, records the riffs, you know, and makes it all sound like that. I There's got to be some guy in the band who's actually so good at it, and that's why these bands get that that process quality so in the identity of their sound mm-hmm. and fit the genre. Yeah. Yeah, I, that's personally. I mean, I, I I ain't got too much more to say about it. It was, especially you know, it's hard. There there's a difficulty in bringing two bands that are kind of close to the same genre because you don't want to just be like, yeah, it's got this thing. <laughs> it's like, you know, then we get to the other one and it's like, yeah, it's got this thing. Yeah, exactly. it's like, oh wait, we just we just talked about that. Yeah, but but at the in that same vein though, I mean like. While being in the same genre, it's, I, d- I wouldn't necessarily recommend people both bands for like a certain sound. You know what I mean? I really wouldn't. Like yeah. as much as, but I mean, you know, that's because normally you'd bring something like, like black metal mm-hmm. or, you know, basically bedroom metal. Yep. Right. Yep. And I would yep. bring like, um, <laughs> either, you know, small venue beat down hardcore or like over-processed metalcore. Mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. and so there's that huge distinction. So when we get these two bands together right now in this episode, we're like, wow, they're so relatively close. Yeah. But yeah. it's true. I don't know that people who like the more traditional, like, UKHC sound would prefer that over-processed sound that you see a lot mm-hmm. um, more more um, contemporarily. Yeah, and I always got to remember that uh, we're a little bit of a rare breed sometimes where... <laughs> You know, we kind of just like heavy music in general, or at least I do, you yeah. know? And, you know, yeah. you'll, you'll meet some people that it's like, you know, they only listen to like black and death metal. And like anything outside of that is just like yeah, not heavy and not like good. And I mean, I'm sure there's metalcore people like it too that are like, I fucking hate death metal. You know what I mean? Like just blast beats nonstop. Like, well, yeah, I mean, there's got to be people who like stuff like, you know, in terms of metalcore, like I Prevail and, um, uh, you know, war, uh, wage war mm-hmm. and like things that have Fit like a really poppy cleans yeah. that kind of get you into it. Mm-hmm. And, and then they're just kind of like, 
you know, you got to appreciate the dynamism of being able to have like the hard, like the really heavy, uh, uh, synced up breakdown in the same song as having like the radio chorus practically. Mm-hmm. And I can imagine how somebody would be like, well, I don't really like, you know, classic heavy metal, for example, it has neither of those things. It's not yeah. extreme in any way in, in terms of what I'm used to, you know, being part of this generation. You know, I'm not, I don't really like the, it's almost not heavy anymore, heavy metal. Mm-hmm. Uh, the t- more traditional sounds or that maybe even like well I don't like death metal because it doesn't have the cleans mm-hmm. or so For sure. I definitely have my favorite genres within <laughs> the umbrella of heavy music and I oh, think yeah. that you do too oh yeah, yeah but for sure. it's true we can come together and we can kind of uh, appreciate uh, <laughs> appreciate yeah exactly appreciate yeah, a lot yeah. of different genres yeah for sure uh, well if you got anything else to say on them I think Despite the fact that we can appreciate many genres, this has been an episode primarily focused on beatdown genres, <laughs> which made it a, one that I'll always remember. Also for the fact that uh, I guess we're recording this one in terms of video, which is mm-hmm. something that I feel like we have not really emphasized that much, considering it is it, it, a landmark episode. It's best regard. to just ignore it, I think. It's like a... <laughs> and of course, right. you know, it, it'll be a... Uh, it'll be, a, I should say, it'll be a work in progress, and... I think I'm. Oh, yeah, I'm I sure think, this is gonna suck. I think. I, <laughs> listen, I'm not joking. So coming from like another niche thing, such as like metal music and stuff, you know, dude, you know how I'm big into like the strongman sport and everything. Mm-hmm. I can't tell you how most of the interviews and podcasts I consume are this or worse. Like I'm just saying, you know, like just <laughs> like just a Zoom call. And I'm talking all of it through the Zoom call. So, like, you know, I'm running my mic through this audio. at least at all. But, like, yeah. like it's just all, like, this. <laughs> what do you watch it on? Like, YouTube? Where are we going to post? I watch on YouTube. Yeah. And, I mean, I was thinking post this on YouTube, you know? But. Yeah. I mean. Gmail instantly like... gives you a YouTube account now. So, I mean, we can just use our local Locust Pod and just throw it on there. Yeah. Really the only easy. thing is, like, then we kind of kind of make the YouTube page, like. Presentable. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah. Yep. So we'll figure we just that. Throw out. this shit episode up. It's like no SEO, like no images, no color coordination. The the page is just gonna suck. And uh-huh. it's like, look, we did it. But I mean, that's how you get things done. You got to get started. For sure. For sure. I don't wonder if we can do it on like Spotify. I think they have like video as well. They right? they do. That's your wheelhouse. I mean, I don't even upload the regular things to Spotify, so I don't know how that works. But uh, yeah, I guess uh, it'll be through Anchor, which is now just called. Pod, I think Spotify for podcast. Yeah, we're gonna give the uh, listeners an insight into how we make the magic happen. <laughs> well, we are where the magic happens, right? They can, you know, another thing I was thinking. Mm-hmm. Now that we do this, like we record a video, we could have like a channel where anybody who's in the server can join the channel. Mm-hmm. Um, their video would be you know muted and their sound would be muted, but they could be here and it would be like streaming. Mm-hmm. Or we could, or we could even just start to stream and record the stream, yeah. Um, so that we can have the live experience. Because if we're gonna be sitting here and I have to worry about what I look on on camera <laughs> and you know how the the cadence of my sentences, because I'm not gonna be editing any of it, mm-hmm. might as well just let people come and like be and, around. You know, be you know, part of the community. You know. Also, yeah. Speaking of, we could just start doing like Discord servers are huge. Like with you know, just stuff like in general. Again, though. We'd have to make it presentable. Oh. 
We need to hire a young social media person. I know we're getting too old. I feel for like, this. I, yeah, I feel like I really am. <laughs> like it really is getting away from me. No, I feel that it is slowly each day. Just like uh, even when we talk to like uh, Austin, you know, he's like two <laughs> or three years younger than me. But there's certain stuff I'm like, God, I'm such a boomer with some things. Like you know, trying a to figure few years out. makes a big difference. Like him being mm-hmm. just a little bit younger than us makes his mind that much more elastic to technology. Mm-hmm. Yeah. True. I feel like the younger you are, when you enter into a world of technology, the more responsive you are mm-hmm. of, you know, changes and new, t- and new technology. But it's like, yeah, I appreciate a desktop computer. Yeah. I, <laughs> I had to help my mom with our windows touchscreen printer. Uh, the other oh. week, Cause, cause she was trying to figure out how to figure out where to like all the copies go, you know, like to see how many copies you've done on it. Yeah. And she's like, I just figure, you know, you guys grew up with this. You can probably find it real quick. <laughs> and it was just as simple as going <laughs> settings. <laughs> and then like the option was just right there, you know? <laughs> right. Yeah. And you know, it's the same thing as like game sense, like people mm-hmm. who play video games. Um, even if you just played like what your experience with video games was just kind of like spongily absorbed just by being part of a culture in which video games weren't more and more mm-hmm. normalized. It's like now everybody plays video games. Mm-hmm. Like a lot of people play video games now before it was like only certain people. Like when I was a kid, if your dad played video games, it would be like, he had to do it. You know, when mom was at home, like he didn't play <laughs> video games a lot. It's like, now I feel like it's just a thing people do moms, dads, and everybody. Yep. Yep. For sure. Um, so one last thing I was going to ask podcast related. Because we can save it for next episode if you want. But uh, did you by any chance listen to that big release I was talking about? I don't remember what you're talking about. Yeah, the no, the no. <laughs> there was like a what few. Was we- there was like a few weeks ago. Do you remember? I was like, oh, I, I, I like this oh. band, but they have like they have like ten thousand monthly listeners. I'm like, they're too big for the podcast. Oh, I never did pull that one up. So no. I'm I'm gonna bring them next time. Uh-huh. As, like, the big release, you know. Yeah. but I'll uh, find another big release, and uh, we can do a four-band episode again. That is always the fun. I'm glad we only had two for this one. For sure. Video. For sure. For sure. But uh, what? Oh, I was going to say, I love that uh, <laughs> we've hit a stage where it's like, dude, even when I start seeing it creep in, like, the above fives, you know, above 5,000, I'm always like, ooh, this is getting a little... Yeah, it's not really underground anymore, is it? Yeah. <laughs> but in reality, like, if it's under 20, I mean, even that's probably... It depends on your genre, right? That, that's true. That's true. Yeah. Like, you can have an underground... They have, like, underground hip-hop at, like, what I would consider overground metal, for sure. Yeah. yeah. Um, But, like, in class the other day, I was trying to make an example, like, off the cuff, and I mentioned... I was like, think of, like, you find a band, and you want to send it to your friends... Because you think your friend would like this band. And you send them a link to a song. So that is basically evidence, right? You've mm-hmm. cited a source. And I was like, <laughs> you know, and I said, imagine it's a band that has like 50,000 monthly listeners. And I just wanted to see what everybody would do. You know, I just looked over at their eyes. And like a couple people were just like, wow, only 50,000. <laughs> and, you know, a couple people yeah. were like, it's kind of a lot, you know. But I think it just depends on what kind of music you listen to. Mm-hmm. For sure. And um, with hip hop and like pop music, it's the worst because like. I'll hear some people talk about something. I'm like, I've never heard of this artist. And I'll click on it. And it's like 10 million monthly listeners. Yeah. And I'm just like, I am so out of the loop on some things. <laughs> like, just like... Yeah. Yeah, I mean, it got it was at a point where I wouldn't even want to listen to something. Because I would feel like it was less cool, you know, if it had like over X amount of listeners. For sure. Uh, like yeah. if a band, if a, like a metal band, like in 2020, I wouldn't really even want to listen to a band if they had more than like, you know, like 5 million is a lot. That's That's, that's a lot, yeah. 
so it's like I mean uh, probably around four hundred thousand was where I was like okay that's a big band for me like Silent Planet or mm-hmm. like um really like deathcore bands you know yeah I feel like they've got around there dude deathcore bands always shock me you know they have like millions well I was literally just now clicking here because they're on the workout playlists <laughs> yeah Chelsea grins at seven hundred thousand Die Hard's at six hundred forty thousand you know I thought they might even have more. Because they're some of the most popular deathcore bands. And deathcore is the most popular, I think, metal genre in terms of people who are like, you know, I always want my music super extreme. I don't even like heavy music that much, but when I do listen to it, I want it to be brutal. Because I'm working out or something like that. Yeah, being around that culture now, there's so many people like that that are like, yeah, I like heavy music, but like only in the gym. It's like, I'm not going to ride in my car and like, you know. Yeah, and I get it. I used to not get it. I'd be like... You know, how can you listen to metal sometimes? Like, metal doesn't... You don't need it to hype you up. Oh, can... I know it's high energy. You don't need it to be hyped up and never other times. But now I get it. It's like, it really does, like, affect your mood. Yeah. Make you, like, you know, higher yeah. energy. Yeah, do you know how people... Um, you know how people, like, take breaks from, like, getting high or getting drunk? You know what I mean? Just so, like... it, it can like re- metal? Yeah, you can, like, reset. I'm, I'm not joking. Like, my really heavy, like, weeks of lifting... I will go out of my way to, like, not listen to metal music, like, in my car rides and stuff, just to keep your, yeah. like, energy down, you know what I mean? Psychological tolerance, yeah. Because yeah, even if you're not moving, like, I mean, I, I will in my car. Like, if Thy Heart is Murder comes on, I bet my heart rate goes up. Just, I mean, you know, just, it's got to, statistically. <laughs> like, just yeah. listening to it. And it's the energy of it, I think, I think it more has to do with your mood. I think there's those mm-hmm. physiological aspects, like you're saying, like your blood pressure or your heart rate, right? Mm-hmm. But I think it also just effects and all these things play together for sure but your mood like mm-hmm. your chemical mood yeah and you know i i wonder if and the lyrics i think matter too it's something i never really paid that much attention to i was like if you subject yourself to metal lyrics all the time you're probably gonna have a darker way of thinking just because that's like the poetry that your mind works in for sure you know what i mean yeah and if you listen to Katy perry all the time <laughs> it's like the worst thought you're gonna have is like that sometimes you feel like a plastic bag uh-huh, uh-huh. so i do think that like the lyrics really do influence the shape of your thoughts but I don't know. We can continue to talk about bigger picture <laughs> stuff. If you want to listen to us talk about stuff like that, then you can you can pick it up through multiple episodes. We'll catch you next time. Peace. <laughs> Just ended on that. <laughs>